G'day guys, in our final episode for 2020, we share our thoughts on the new rule changes introduced by the AFL, we talk about the handling of the rookie lists, as well as an upcoming project Marcus and I are both working on. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Another season and another set of rule changes from the AFL. They've done it again. They've added four new changes to the rules, which has upset many, and it's certainly upset us, hasn't it? It's the most confusing game in the world to follow. I mean, if I hadn't supported this game since I was a little kid, you've got no hope of following and keeping up with what's going on. I'm furious. I'm furious about the new rules and unnecessary, I think. What about you? Do you are you yeah. happy with them? What are your thoughts? No, I think it's just it's completely unnecessary. I mean, I feel sorry for the umpires. I know a lot of people have come out and said, you know, you feel sorry for the umpires, but you also feel sorry for people trying to learn our game as well. Like the constant rule changes and um, I mean the the fabric of the game's starting to get a bit lost with all these, you know, like we don't need I mean, what's the interchange has gone down from, from ninety to seventy five. Like is that really gonna make a big difference? Like if you're gonna change it, you may as well drop it to fifty or forty five or something like that. Yeah, if you're gonna change it, change it drastically. Don't yeah. change it slightly. I think the interchange rotations being decreased is silly for my on my behalf anyway, because I think you start dropping those numbers, the good players are just gonna adapt their fitness levels to be there, but they're just gonna to get to the same contests but not be at their optimal level because they're going to be knackered. So you're going to see the same players out there that you want to see, but they're going to be all pooped, and none of them are going to run at their you know, full capacity. So you're going to see probably worse quality football because they're going to be too tired to perform. Yeah, That's that's how I see it anyway. I know what they're trying to do and clear up contests because people might not, you know, they're going to be stretched to get there and all that. But, yeah, for me, I think you're just going to see worse quality football because they're going to be more tired. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if they want to clear up contests as well, why don't they bring back the third man up? You know, that. That was able to just relieve congestion, wasn't it? Just get a ball out, just flick it out from the stoppage. You know, why do they need to get rid of that? I thought, I thought, you know, I mean, they didn't want, you know, they wanted Ruckman to stop getting injured. But that cleared up a lot of congestion, having a third man come up and just knocking the ball out of that congestion area. It kept the flow yeah. of the game going. It yeah. moved it. And you know what? You know what saved time as well? Not nominating a Ruckman. Mm. Yeah. You get to wait around. The umpires get to go, which, which one of you boys has gone up now? And then, you know, you get to put your hand up, yeah. me, sir, I want to go. Just... Throw it up. Don't wait. You know what I mean? Just let anyone run in and jump at it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I just, I don't know. It's divided a lot of people. I feel like a lot. I feel like there's more people um, against these rules, but there are some people that are saying, yeah, keep going. Keep the game. Let the game keep evolving. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure which way. I mean, I'm more and more against it, but. Look, I don't know, maybe we're traditionalists. I want to keep the game the way it's always been. You know, Matthew Richardson put a good tweet out the other week when they first named these changes, and he said, why don't we, instead of putting new rules in, let's get rid of some of the new rules we've added over the last couple of years, like the third man up, that's what reminded me, like the third man up, and see how that goes. Instead of adding new rules to try and fix mistakes that have come along because of other rules that you've tried. If you just left the game alone, there'd be no issue. Absolutely. The game can evolve all you want, but it's going to evolve naturally. Don't force change. Yeah. You don't need to make changes just for the sake of it. No. That's what I feel like they're doing. It is, 100%. That's, I don't see what they're doing. And I feel like they're not asking – I mean, it's hard to ask, I guess, but they're not engaging what fans want to see. Yeah. If you you know, if you know, put the majority out there and you know, tried to gauge what audience wanted to see, it wouldn't be this. No. I can guarantee you that. Absolutely not. And then I'd just, I'd just love to see one off-season where they don't look at the rules at all. They just let it be. You know? I don't know, I don't like, know if we'll see it. 
like sometimes you need a couple, two or three seasons to fully get used to the rules that have just been put in. Oh, you know, exactly. Can't and you just that, let them run? And it creates confusion amongst lower leagues as well, like local football, because yeah. you never know in local football if those you know changes have applied to them or if it's just the AFL. And then it's it creates confusion there. And like you said, they're trying to promote this game to other you know other people that don't follow football just yet. Yeah. How are people going to start supporting yeah. this game if they can't follow it or understand what's going yeah. on? Because it changes every year. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, well, the other rule is well, the second rule that we'll go through is the man on the mark only allowed minimal lateral movement. So, so you're telling me if, if there's a player on the mark, they need to just be a statue? Basically, they can only they move, move, I think, within a meter, I think, of where they're standing, like side to side laterally, within, within a meter, I'm pretty sure I read. If that, it's very, very strict. I just, I, that just doesn't need to come in, does it? That, that no. kind of rule. Like, Did what? you hear the explanation behind it? No. So what they want to do is they want to stop a player from running 20 metres laterally so that way the guy with the ball can kick like, you know, di- di- diagonally or whatever and try and chip the ball in- inboard or whatever and move the, move the ball on quicker. Right. But because the player in the mark can sort of move laterally, he gets in the way. Like, that's just the game. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I can see that causing a lot of issues. There's going to be a lot of 50 metre penalties if... That, this, that's going to go on. This has been one of the worst and most confusing years that we've just had in terms of 50-meter penalties because of the man yep. on the mark, and they've just made it more confusing. Yep. People have complained week in, week out about this rule. We just lost the sound <laughs> panel. <laughs> um, people have complained week in, week out about this rule, and they've made it worse and yeah. more confusing. That's ridiculous, isn't it? I know. That's going to, I can say that causing a lot. That's going to be one of the bigger talking points in the early part of the season for sure. Oh, it has to be. There's going to be a lot of 50 meter penalties from that one. Has to be. Um, the next one is the the market kick ins is set at 15 meters instead of 10. So they, they just want players just streaming out of the kick in, do they? Well, I feel at With this no pressure. I feel yeah. I feel at this point they're just <clears throat> adding rules for the sake of adding rules. Yeah. So we know you said that before, but with this one here, what's the point? Yeah. Five extra meters. Yeah, I get it. The guy can run a little bit further, maybe kick it an extra five meters, but. But like, don't you took away the kick? You know, I I used to love when the players had to kick it to themselves yeah. because it's a part of our game. It's something that's unique to football. I loved it. You know, okay, I get why you get rid of it. It makes it a bit quicker. You can play on, not have to wait, all that sort of stuff. That's fine, whatever. But what this is just an unnecessary change. Look, it doesn't affect the game that much to me. I don't think it's going to make a big difference. It doesn't upset me that much. I just think it's unnecessary. Yeah. And didn't they just put it there for the yeah. sake of thinking of another rule? I mean, from a Carlton point of view, that's going to allow Adam Saad to sprint out of. The goal square when he's doing kick-ins. I mean, like, it's just going to favour players like that, isn't it? Quick players. They're just going to utilise quick players from kick-ins. Oh, yeah, teams. because they're going to yeah. be able to run past the men on the mark. Yeah. And then if you're a guy, you can shepherd. Yeah. You've got that much room to shepherd now. Exactly. It's going to, look, It's. It, I think it will. that probably will speed the game up a little bit because that extra five metres will help. Yeah. But did we need it? Probably not. No. Complete, yeah. Just another unnecessary change for mine as well. Um, and the last one. Three players must be within each forward 50 metre at each stoppage. This is for, I think, the VFL are going to trial this one. Yeah, the yeah. VFL and then East Coast second-tier yeah. comps. Um, this one really grinds my gears. This one, this is probably, well, for me, apart from the man on the mark line, this is probably the worst out of all of them, if you ask me. So you're telling me you want to speed the game up, yet if there's a ball up, you're going to wait till three players mm. run into the forward 50s. Yeah. Well, no. How is that speeding the game speeding up? It up at all. You're creating more contests by yeah. doing that. How is that helping? Yeah, there's less people at the stoppage directly that you're at, but then more people are going to get a chance to get there when you're when they're all that time. You yeah. just throw it in, ball it up, move the game on. Don't bring in rules like this. 
that are unnecessary. I hope the VFL and these East Coast teams, I hope it's awful and they never do it again. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. I, I hate to say that for the VFL because I want good quality VFL games. Yeah. But I hope that honestly hope that it show it, it shows that it's awful. Yeah. And they just scrap it completely. Yeah. Steve Hocking, I don't know who hired him. Yeah. He's, or who's keeping him employed. He's done a few uh, interesting things, hasn't he? Yeah. He's just yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. I don't know how much longer he's got, but I think his position will be uh, looked at hopefully when his contract's up because yeah, it's just. Ridiculous changes just for the sake of making changes. And I feel like he's just the way he explains a lot of things as well where he tries to back up the decisions that are being made are not great either. No. Oh, this was the one that pissed me off. Speaking of his decisions and the things that he says, did you hear what he said about Dustin Martin and the new rules? No. So he said the reason why they brought these rules in is to create more space and to create more Dustin Martin-like moments that happened in the grand final. Now, someone else tweeted this. It wasn't me. But do you maybe think, Steve, that moments like Dustin Martin produced happened because he's Dustin Martin? Mm. And, you know, and I'm not not like he's the only one that can do those sort of things. But they happen because they're good players. Mm. It's not because, you know, you're making these rules and, oh, we're going to see every player do this because that's still not going to happen. And he goes, oh, Dustin, look at all the space Dusty had to do the things that he did in that game. Not to bring this back to Richmond and Dustin Martin, but if you watch all the goals that he kicked, all four of them, he wasn't in space in any of them. He fended blokes off, ran through packs, shrugged off danger field. He was congested. He made yeah. his own space by fending off, not with rules. Yeah, exactly. That you right. think you're going to make this? It's not yeah. going to help that. The rules weren't making Dusty Martin do those things. No, the the the, the players like Dustin Martin, Dangerfield, all the rest of it. Those guys, they're going to keep doing that thing no matter what. Yeah. And the guys that are down the bottom, you know, they're still playing AFL, still quality players. But the guys down the bottom are probably going to keep doing the stuff that they're yeah. doing. They're not going to start producing poor producing performances like Dusty was because of these rules. So that was a silly reasoning and excuse for me to bring these yeah. rules in. Just just say it up front. We want to just keep changing the game and just see how it goes. Don't bring in, you know, excuses like that because that's not well thought out. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Spot on. But that's enough about the rules, I reckon. It's, uh, you fried gr- me up. It's grinding our gears a bit too much. We'll uh, we'll move on to rookie lists. There's been a bit of talk about the rookie lists over the well, last, last week, really. Um, a few veterans have... Uh, either put themselves on the rookie list or clubs put them on the on the rookie list to save some senior spots for for the draft and um, and for the list cuts as well that are, that are apparently meant to happen pretty soon. So um, I know the headline one is Eddie Betts. He's, he's selflessly put himself on the rookie list, which is great. Like it's it speaks volumes of his character. But a three hundred and thirty game veteran shouldn't be on the rookie list. I think the system is flawed in that sense. Um, yeah, Eddie Betts is not a rookie. No. And who who else? You said me uh, mentioned Grant Birchall. Grant Birchall, there yeah. you go. Grant Birchall, another one. Not yeah. a rookie. Yeah. I mean, look, selfless, and how can you not love Eddie Betts, you know, just in general, but let alone for doing this? You, how can you not love him? But, yeah, I think it's flawed system that you can put blocks that on the rookie list. But I think the unfair thing that clubs have had to go through was they've had to go through a trade period, a free agency period, and now they're putting people on rookie lists and all that. And they still don't know how big their list is yeah, going to be. It's ridiculous. What if their lists come out and Eddie Betts could have easily fitted on the yeah, regular list? I know. Why can't the AFL just come to a decision now, make up their mind? They already know the losses that they've made or the whatever throughout last or this season. Make a decision. It's ridiculous. What are we, end of November and there's still no decision on it? Yeah. yeah. I know individual clubs. I know Richmond came out and um, announced their financial standing at the moment. They said, I think they profited this year, surprisingly. Yeah. The AFL knows where they're standing at. Make your call. Yeah. Don't make clubs have to guess and delist players that they might have kept otherwise. Yeah. So people's livelihoods now, I mean, you know, thrown down the drain. Mm. 
Because the AFL can't make up a decision. Do you reckon Hawthorne would be a bit um, upset? I mean, James Frawley retired and now he's gone to St Kilda. Do you think that was always the plan? Potentially. I mean, it's like, why would you... Re- I mean, it, it's happened before, but I think... Although I did hear something the other day that he wasn't listed as retired on uh, Hawthorne's website. He was listed as delisted. Ah. So it was something going on there. So maybe Hawthorne didn't want him anymore. Or they, maybe they were just cutting players that because of the unknown yeah. quantity of the list. Jeez, you wouldn't want to... Uh, wouldn't want to be talking to Clarko about this one, would you? Oh, he'd be fired <laughs> if, that, up. if that's true. He would be yeah, He would yeah. be fired up talking about this yeah. one. But, yeah, I think it's just unfair what the AFL have done in terms of, you know, not telling anybody anything. Yeah. Not not just for the, the clubs, but fans as well. We want to know what our teams are going to look like next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what, late November, I know this year it's been pushed back, but pre-season starts usually December, doesn't it, does it not? Usually. Oh, no. November. Mid-November. Yeah. Start of November, it usually starts. I mean, you know, I know that you've seen some of the boys doing their own thing and stuff like that now, but pre-season normally starts. You normally not have a good idea who's on your yeah, team. For sure. We've got no idea at this point. Yeah. And the draft hasn't even come along yet. Yeah, I know. It's it's ridiculous. And I, I, did, I think they have dropped the minimum selection in the draft to one player. So you, it used to be like you have to take minimum three players in the draft, but I think they've right. dropped it to one this year. Um, so, yeah, that shows that. They're definitely getting cut lists. It's just we just don't know the, the numbers at the moment. No, but see, that's fair enough. You can make that call without knowing how big the lists are going to be. Yet. Yeah. But don't have the trade period and, you know, all these yeah, other things it, like we're seeing now and you don't know. When you're trying to make list management decisions, yeah, you like, don't even oh, know the, the we size know the, of your list. Yeah, we know the lists are going to be cut, so we'll, we'll just we'll trade him. Yeah. And then the lists come out, oh, we could have kept him. He yeah. would have been handy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Right. For me, it's a silly one, but, yeah. All right, enough about the negatives. Let's turn on our attention to a positive thing. We've uh, we've launched QM Sports Media, haven't we? We have. What we a have. thing. What a thing it is. QM Sports Media is a little project Marcus and I are endeavouring on whilst the podcast does take a little bit of a break over the summer. Um, it's our own website. We're going to be posting articles on there. Um, the podcast will be on there as well, so you can find the podcast there also. So articles, blogs, um, potentially some videos yet to be announced. Um Things like that. So it's a very uh, exciting space for us. So literally, just a, uh, literally, so Pressure Point Podcast is just going to be one of the little um, things under the QM sports media umbrella. That's so right. To, to put it in a simpler term. So, um, yeah, it'll be a wide range of sports. It's not just going to be footy, it's just going to be you know, a few of our favorite sports that we enjoy talking about. And um, yeah, I guess it'll just evolve over time. For now, we'll just do some articles, blogs, all that. and. See how we go with it. It's uh, it'll keep us busy over the off season. Obviously, there's not a lot of content over the next couple of months in the footy world, so um, it'd be good to uh, to write some things on there. So. Yeah, exactly right. Keeps us busy. Keeps us talking about something. Um, creating content for the fans. I know there's plenty of them out there running around. So yeah, plenty of content for them. And you know, eventually, I think we want to evolve to the point where you know people might stop giving us articles to put on in behalf of them. So. You know, if anyone out there listening wants to write articles or anything like that and has some ideas, you know, let us know because we'll, yeah. we might we'll publish it on there. So, um, so you can find that website at qmsportsmedia.com. So that is qmsportsmedia.com. Okay. We'll put the link in the uh, description of, of the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll chuck definitely. it in there for everyone to have a look at and on the YouTube channel as well. So, um, yeah, give it a bit of love and check it out. But it'll, uh, there's yeah, not a lot on there at the moment, but it will evolve over the next, uh, next couple of months. So it's exciting times. Very exciting, very exciting. Really Moving taking forward. strides. So, but yeah, short episode this one. Obviously, we're we're going to wrap up the the season, the year, 
Um, it's been big. Jeez, we've come a long way since when did we start this? Early Ooh, June, well, end of May, round, wasn't it? We started just yeah. before round two yeah. came back. So it's been great. We've uh, endured a lot. There's been a couple of lockdowns. There's been uh, footy frenzies on footy every day. We've been done back to back days of podcasts and. Oh, it's been good. It's been crazy just to think of where we're at and where we've come from. You know, we're pretty much COVID-free in Melbourne now, so it's well, technically, a lot Well, by definition, we've eliminated COVID. Yeah. I heard you mention it before we recorded. We've eliminated COVID in Melbourne. 28 days so. in a row of zero cases. And I'm, look, I don't want to point fingers, but do you th- I reckon that's got a lot to do with you informing everyone to stay home and wear their masks at the end so. of every episode. I think that helped. I think if we didn't have this podcast, yeah. COVID would still be running rampant around Melbourne. As soon as I started saying that, the cases just dropped and dropped and dropped, and now look at us. We're so free. You're welcome, Dan Andrews, and the rest of uh, you plebs in, in the government house, whatever you call yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've gotten political at the Precious One podcast. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> really didn't want to do that, but I had to. Um, sometimes. But, yeah, no, we're back. Um, Melbourne's in a great place at the moment. Yeah. We're stoked to be here. So, you know, enjoy yourselves. Go outside. Make the most of the summer this year. Um, masks are no longer required outside as long as you keep away from busy packs. Yeah. Um, I'm sure in a couple of weeks, masks will, won't be required anywhere. It's getting that way. Yeah. It's eliminated. Like you said, it's eliminated yeah. now. He's got no excuse to keep it going. So yeah. I think we're good. We're going to slowly get back to what we know as being normal. And it's very exciting. It is. So, yeah, and that's us. That That is a wrap for us for not only this episode, but um, for the season. And we'll uh, be back Bigger, better, and stronger in 2021, won't we? That's right. Exciting. That's right. We're not falling off. I know a lot of people did start podcasts in this little, um, you know, lockdown period. But uh, we will be continuing this. This is a, a win it for the long haul here at Pressure Points. So. Not a lockdown fling. It's a it's a real thing. It's, it's a real, real thing. It's real love. Exactly right. It's real love. We love doing this. So keep in contact with us over the off season if you want to talk about sport, footy, whatever. You know, more yep. than happy for a chat. Keep in contact with us. But. Like Micah said, that's it for the year. We're taking a break, enjoying the summer. Getting good to get a nice tan, hopefully. Nice tan, that's it. Watch a bit of cricket, exactly. which, we, which we also love. We do love cricket here at the Fresh Point Podcast. <laughs> so, no, it's going it's to be good. It's going to be a good summer, and uh, hopefully we can all enjoy it properly and be back for 2021, and um, there'll be a few uh, previews around preseason games and, and all that. So we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a huge season next year, and um, I know I've already got mine, Carlton Richmond round one, but we won't get to that just yet. It's very exciting, but we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that for now. Yeah. We'll leave that for now. I'm spewing, by the way. Just quick, I will touch on that quickly. It's not Richmond's home game. I was looking nah. forward to unveiling two premiership flags Thank in front God. of you, Marcus. I was Thank looking God. forward to that. Thank God that is not the case. Now we're going to have to wait till round two, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, as we say every episode, make sure you leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify. Uh, well, yeah, we appreciate all the support that's coming through and, and don't don't stop it over the off season even though there's not going to be a lot more a lot of content um, still give us some feedback on on all things pressure point which would be great um, but yeah have a great break enjoy the off season we'll, uh, we'll see you in 2021